0: Hello and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. Today, I had an amazing conversation with my friend Krista Sand-Kerbeck. And Krista is an executive at IBM and she is really committed to practicing self-care and taking care of her body and her brain because she is very interested in neuroplasticity and keeping her brain as healthy as possible well into her, you know, older years and really maximizing her success. She's very ambitious and I love that. You know, she understands that self-care is a very important aspect of being successful in your career, in your work life. And she is really committed to that I have so much respect for that and she's also really committed to taking a healthy responsibility for her health, her self-care, her life in general. So she has some wonderful little practices that she does. They're simple and sweet. I think you might learn a couple of cool simple things. You know, it doesn't self-care doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. So she has a lot of little things that she does throughout the day. And, you know, she has some areas that she's working on, as we all do. So uh, I think you will really enjoy this conversation. Hello, Krista. Thank you so much for joining me today. Good morning, Jill. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to talk to you. You and I go back to the early pandemic days when I've, we had this little group and, it was wonderful. Like, I feel like we all really bonded because it was such a tough time and... (laughs)
1: We were all on Zoom. Yeah,
0: yeah. We met through this wonderful
1: organization called Elevate Network, uh, you know, Global Professional Women's Network. We were part of a five-person squad of executive women coming together for this 12-week program to, you know, kind of help each other with life and career questions. And we all just bonded so much that we stayed in touch. And so we we had a catch-up recently and, you know, have continued to support each other in our businesses and corporate careers. And it's just been wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, totally. I think, you know, I've done other squads since then and they haven't been as, you know, that bond just wasn't as strong for (laughs) for whatever reason. So we were just a really great group. (laughs) But thank you for being here today. And I would like to start off by talking about some of the things that you have found in your, I know you have some pretty habitual self-care routines. I get the sense that you're always on this quest of improving your health and trying to be your best. And I love, I love that and respect that so much. So what are some of the things that you think have been really important for you in that endeavor? Yeah,
1: yeah, and so I work in technology as a senior product marketing manager. So I'm spending lots of times on screens. I maintain a pretty active schedule. You know, I'm involved in some nonprofit organizations or women's professional networking organizations, and I like to have fun with friends and enjoy New York City and maintain an active life. And so, I and I also aspire to be a senior executive. So a lot of what I think about is like, what can I do to build up, you know, the stamina to do those things? What can I do to manage my my own self care well you know manage a team well and and, and bring the, the most that i can to the the table in my personal and professional relationships so for me a lot of it is really about it's it's starting simple and it's starting you know just first thing in the morning how do i put myself in that frame of mind every day to succeed i am somebody who rarely gets out of bed in the morning without doing at least a 5 minute Meditation, you know, it's just very simple. Sometimes I'll use an app, like, you know, to kind of get me going, or just do some do some breathing. And I also always meditate before going to bed, and you know, ideally a couple times during the day as well. And I really like to, you know, journal or do a quick gratitude practice, and um, in the morning, right now, where the weather is just spectacular outside, you know, I like to, you know, go outside and, and sit, or even or take a walk if I can, but just try to get my myself going in the right the right mindset and then you know between then and kind of starting my day at work there's some other rituals that I really enjoy like uh, having my warm beverage in hand so i've actually just started grinding my own coffee and so i'm enjoying uh, you know that ritual of just like of grinding some some nice beans and savoring that cup and you know having a healthy breakfast to get me going i'm I bre- you know breakfast is a non-negotiable i've got to have my breakfast and it's you know it's going to be something that's 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 really healthy and you know trying to get that right mix of uh, uh, you know proteins and fruit and grains and uh, fi- you know fiber and other good things. Mm.
0: Wow, that's amazing. To me, what I'm, I'm hearing, a lot of little things that you do habitually, they're not this big, oh, I get up and I meditate for an hour. It's like, well, you know, maybe I'll do five minutes and then do some breath work and and I also am sensing a lot of appreciation in this. And I think that's so important. Just really appreciating the, the little things in life, like grinding coffee <laughs> and having, you know, having a nice breakfast. Like it's not, you know, self-care is not, I mean, it can be this big thing, but it can also be these simple little routine, small little practices that you have that are very meaningful and, and they provide you a little bit of joy That's what it sounds like to me. Like it provides you a little bit of joy. Exactly. Yeah, they they really do. And then,
1: you know, it, it could be very easy to start my day off, you know, perfectly everything. And then, you know, something maybe blows up at at work or, or otherwise, but then I have these easy practices that I can go and you know what, I'm going to go take like a five minute, you know, stroll just around my office or, or or preferably outside. If I can get there, I can, I can do a very quick meditation at my desk or I can get up and stretch. These are, these are, these are easy things to incorporate throughout the day to kind of, you know, help me maintain and work with my energy levels.
0: I love it. I love it. Again, like it's it's just this is we have these notions that I think are put out there on social media or in you know, diet books or whatever, that it's got to be that sort of all or nothing. And it's it's not. Yeah, it absolutely doesn't have to be.
1: Yeah, I'd say fitness and you know staying healthy—that's a non-negotiable, especially for for me for the type of work that I want to do. And you know, it's very easy to deprioritize it in in busy careers. But I do find that like a lot of the executive women that I most admire are are those who who have had you know sports careers who have who had been you know taken that pretty seriously and they've built up the, the the endurance for that type of work. So that is really important to me. But it's also you know, but we also have to respect our bodies where they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, what would you say motivates you to to have these small practices, you know, throughout that dedication that you have? What keeps you inspired to do it?
1: I think it's my, that's a good question. My community of of friends, um, I've just, I found that they work for me. Again, they get me sort of in that in that great mindset. And I'm somebody who also just likes to go down these rabbit holes and like learn new things and try new things. And, you know, kind of I'm always on this journey of, of discovering new ideas. You know, another one that I like to do in the morning is, you know, if I have time while I'm drinking that cup of coffee to go, you know, read some articles about leadership and then, you know, I'm taking notes about those things and trying to incorporate those practices. But I think a lot of it is just um, wanting to, you know, show up in the best way that I can for for family, mm-hmm. friends and work and just also this kind of this this quest to learn
0: hmm. Curiosity. I love mm-hmm. that. I, I, you know, there's curiosity, there's commitment. And there's also, I, I sense from you a real gentleness towards yourself that, you know, you're you have this driven nature, you, you want to be a senior level executive. So that takes a lot of drive. And it takes a lot of hard work and self care. But at the same time, I I know because I've known you for for a couple of years, you're also the type of person who will be gentle on yourself if you're not, you know, doing everything perfectly or the progress is not as quick as you want it to be. So I, I really appreciate that. That's really important to me, too,
1: as I especially as I've gotten older, like my my body has changed my ability to, you know, eat certain foods or. Um, you know, like I, I try not to eat dinner too late, but, uh, last week, you know, ended up having a late dinner, a bit, you know, bigger than you know, expected, didn't feel as well after it. And okay. So being mindful of like, you know, making kind of, you know, good choices around, um, meals. And I spent some time in like, uh, higher elevation out with my family in, in Wyoming, this summer and like uh, respecting that, hey, we're we're at 7,500 feet, like it's not Mm -hmm. a day to do a big hike. And if Mm -hmm. I'm in yoga, I'm not afraid to, you know, modify if I don't want to do all of the chaturangas and that's not right for my body. So that is something that's really important to me too, is just respecting my body where it's at and not beating myself up over, you know, imperfection.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. It's perfect. (laughs) You're perfect in your imperfection. (laughs) 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 And so is there something that you're working on in terms of a challenge, something that's, you know, hard for you right now?
1: I think there's a couple of things that, that I'm thinking about a lot. So One growth area for me around mindset is that I can definitely fall into the trap of I don't have enough time, like work is busy, life is busy, the pandemic, everything kind of that comes along with that, what's going on in society, it can feel like a lot sometimes. But, you know, realistically, I I mean, I have the same 24 hours in a day as everyone else. I re- I follow Shrikumar Rao, who recently had a post about this, and he wrote about how there's a ton of evidence to show that people are programmed what they're led to see, and he shared an example in one of his newsletters with. Somebody who struggled with their to-do list, but then decided to create a reality of "I always have plenty of time." And so this person mm. consciously thought of this as his frame when he got up and like lived in that space, and his behavior changed, and he found he got more done. So you know, what if for me I were able to replace any sort of overwhelming thoughts with "you know I have all the time in the world"? So that's yes. one that I'm, that's one that I'm working on.
0: Yes, I love that. I love that. It, it's it's such a challenge and. I think when we get overwhelmed and it's like, oh, I don't have time, that's when our brain goes into a little bit of a stressful mode Mm -hmm. and we're actually not as efficient. That's right. Right. We're not as efficient or effective. So uh, it's one of those ironies, right, of being a human being. So if we could just, you know, bring that conscious attention and say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm doing what's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have a plan, I have a list for the day and I'm, I'm only going to do, I'm going to do my best and what gets done gets done. And I often say to myself, I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing right now. I like that. I, I, it's like mm-hmm. a little mantra that I have mm-hmm. for myself. Because sometimes, you know, I, well, I have kids, you know, teen, teen and a 20 year old girl and, I'm, you know, totally engrossed in something. got to get this yesterday. Actually, I had a I did a presentation at one and both of my daughters were coming to me at 1245 like, <laughs> <laughs> with texts and calls. And my other daughter is here and she's like asking me questions and I'm like. I need to prepare, you know, but at the same time, I don't know, I just feel like now that I'm a little bit older, I, I really want to just enjoy them too. Mm-hmm. And, and they're older, so it's a little easier. So I kind of just take a breath and go, you know what? These are my daughters. There's nothing more important to me than my That's children. Right. So anyway, I feel like I'm off on a tangent, but, <laughs> but there's I, so many the tangents we can go off on. I know, <laughs> I know. It. But I yeah. think it's, you know, what also what You're not necessarily saying this, but from my perspective, the way that I see that you're viewing it is that, or that you're approaching it, is that you're taking responsibility for your life. Yes. You really are taking responsibility for your life. You're not blaming your boss or the pandemic or, you know, whatever it is that one could blame. Oftentimes we blame ourselves, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just not efficient enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not clever enough. I, you know, I'm not good at planning all those things that we put on ourselves, but it sounds to me like you're just taking responsibility for the situation. And that's pretty amazing.
1: I think that can be really empowering. And, you know, it, to to plug yes. your programs for a bit, Jill, it, like I love some of the things that you're doing with the, the communities you're building around, for instance, that lean-up level up challenge in which you know so you mm-hmm. did this week-long challenge where we had to increase our water intake increase our veggies by two to three servings a day and do no refined sugar refined carbs or alcohol and then you had these daily get-togethers where we could where we could talk and we could exercise and you know and you built this community kind of around that and I found it was it was great it was it was taking responsibility it was but it was coming together in a community and you know what it was not a hardship diet at all. There was no reason to yeah. punish myself. It was about, you know, kind of coming together and, and putting some order into kind of how I was eating and try some, you know, trying some little modifications. My body felt great. I lost two pounds in a week mm-hmm. doing that. Um, it's a very easy one for me to replicate. And it was also mm-hmm. great to have that community to share ideas. And now, of course, you're doing your your daily walking challenge. And that's another one where it's like, oh, I don't have time to get up for a walk. Or it's easy to go to bed late. Or like, oh, I got to roll out of bed and go to work. But you know what? That walk for for 20 minutes or whatever it is in the morning, even if it's five, wow, yeah. you know, it um, really has amazing effects, especially, you know, since the weather so spectacular.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I-
1: and in the summer, you know, it gets hot midday, but like, hey, walking in the morning is great. Maybe I'll feel yes. a little bit different when it's, you know, below freezing out. But, uh, <laughs> 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 I different approach. But uh, <laughs> but you know, we can put on boots.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I've thought about doing this challenge in January and just mm-hmm. seeing but I might only get like three people doing it. <laughs>
1: <Because it's, laughs> you know, I think, you know, it's uh, with the right clothing. I think it's uh it's, it's totally fine. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Absolutely. But, but you also brought up a really, you know, sort of casually mentioned something. It's like you could fi- also find something else, right? Like if you hate mm-hmm. being out in the yeah. cold, which I do actually, but I do walk all year round because, the thing is first of all it's a habit but second of all the benefits are so huge and especially in the winter when we have less sunlight mm-hmm. it's actually more important in a way to yeah. get out you know we're outside less usually so but that's, that's, I'll get off my soapbox about that exactly. one. And uh, but, maybe, maybe uh, I'll walking, try. I feel
1: like is this, yeah, I, so many great ideas come to me when I'm out walking oh. and I'm unplugged from my technology or totally. if I keep my technology, you know, going, I, I get through a lot of books.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've read more than yeah. 30
1: books this year, you know, kind of via audiobook on long walks. So yes, that's also great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I believe that like, that's one of the benefits that I promote about this challenge is creative thinking. That you mm-hmm. actually walking promotes creative thinking, especially if you can get some nature involved in your mm-hmm. walk. Yeah. But um thank yeah. you for mentioning those things. I, I, I feel like the whole approach to you know being healthier or losing weight, it it just seems so complicated. And it really isn't that complicated. Like drink more water, eat more veggies, you know, move more, be nice to yourself. And Mm -hmm. those are the basics. And of course, you know, it can get very complex, but a lot of times the programs out there, they start with the super complex, Mm -hmm. like, oh, you can't eat lectins and you can't eat this and you can't eat that. And, uh, you know, all these rules and regulations like, no, let's, let's actually start with something simple, like the low hanging Mm -hmm. fruit. So that's kind of my,
1: my approach. Yeah, I love that too, and it's just and then thinking about how to prepare going into a week. It's it's actually very easy to eat, uh, you know, a well rounded diet if I you know stock the right food in the fridge and maybe and then you know prepare it. Like certain vegetables don't taste so great raw but like if I think in advance about recipes that I can that I can create that load up on vegetables they can be incredibly delicious. And I mean I like a big range of vegetables but I know not everybody does and you know and if they're not in your fridge and time is limited it's very easy to just pull pull out something else.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of, you know, make it easy to eat the healthy foods, make it yes. hard to eat the unhealthy foods, but exactly. it's all it does all come back to planning for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think we've covered a lot of really good stuff. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about something that's been challenging for you or a lesson that you've learned? I think some of the other things that I'm really interested in and definitely want to do some further learning
1: about are neuroplasticity. Like I want to live a long time, I want my brain to be sharp until the end. So that's why I'm doing a lot of the practices that I such as naps and meditation and trying to eat brain boosting foods. So Ooh. I know walnuts, <laughs> blueberries, avocado, I think vitamin D and magnesium are good for things like that. You know, that's definitely an area for further exploration for me. But I also know that a big part of that is is so socializing with friends and family and yes. people who ignite my my joy and make me laugh. You know, there, I know that there, there are studies that show that and, you know, then could use some of that subway time to, I mean, it sounds silly, but I play, you know, Wordle, Quirtle, whatever sort of those those games to, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. see, uh, you know, how I can get my, my brain working in the morning. So I feel like that's an area for where I want to do some some further exploration. And, and um, yeah.
0: you know, I feel yeah. like
1: we're just scratching the surface kind of in that area of study and i'm excited to see what what comes of that in the decades ahead oh.
0: yeah oh i love that and you know physical activity huge 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 yes. huge oh, yeah. and not too much and not That's not right. enough That's you right. know there's a sweet spot for physical mm-hmm. activity mm-hmm. you know I, I love that i think it, it's also a motivating factor right like i want my brain to stay sharp until yes. i'm like 95 or a hundred. Yes. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> so that's great. I love it. And yeah, there's a lot around diet that could be said around that, but I like your approach of adding rather than saying, oh, well, I can't eat this. I can't because a lot of the stuff people now in the nutrition world, so-called nutrition world are like, you know, you can't eat this and you can't eat that. And I, I, I always say, well, okay, maybe, but let's start with what you can eat and what you can do to enhance your brain health. Yeah. And I love that you had sent out an,
1: an email a while back with like a list of superfoods and it's a long list. I mean, that was very exciting to see. Wow. Yes. There's all sorts of foods. I think I even have some of those like printed out on my fridge because, you know, there's so many options to to eat healthy. And then, you know, when you start to add yes. spice and like, you know, kind of the right mm-hmm. fats and the right things, oh my gosh, you can make amazing
0: combinations. I mean, <laughs> Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and one thing I want to mention is ping pong. I wrote, Ooh. there's a guy, Dr. Amen. I don't know if you've ever read his work, but he does a lot of stuff around brain health. And I always remember ping pong was one that he, <laughs> pointed because you have the, mm-hmm. yeah, you have like and the, the five motor skills, and the coordination mm-hmm. and the, yeah, the movement. And then, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's good for your brain, apparently.
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't played that in a while, but that's a good idea. But yeah, anything kind of getting the full body <laughs> working and,
0: and like crossing right and left and, mm-hmm, you know, that yeah. ballroom
1: dancing. That's also a really good one. Oh, I haven't done okay. that in a while, but I've been thinking and, you know, pandemic, it's a little tougher, but, uh, but that's yeah. actually, you know, it's supposed to be amazing for brain health for a bunch of reasons. You're obviously moving around You're you know, it, it's choreographed moves and you're social. And so, yeah uh, you know, as soon as it feels yeah. safe to do more of that, it might be something I have to get back into.
0: All right, that sounds good. Well, I really appreciate your time today, Krista. This has been amazing, and you definitely are an inspiration to me. And I love your ambition. Can't wait till you're like a famous CEO, and you know you're like on CNN or something. (laughs) I I have no idea if that's the goal, but uh, (laughs) that's just what came to mind. Maybe some financial uh, show instead of CNN. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, well, thank
1: you, Jill. It's been such a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for listening to that great conversation I had with Krista Sands Kerbeck. Krista can be found on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, if you want to reach out and say hi and, um, you know, get a little inspiration, chat with her about her self-care practices, she says she'd be happy to chat with you. We met through Elevate Network, which is an international women's networking organization. So giving a little shout out to Elevate here. And if you would like more information, inspiration, check out our blog at winweightloss.com forward slash blog. That's... Wyn weightloss dot com forward slash blog.